Daisha. And I'm Faith. And we are Women of Faith Podcast. Hey everybody and welcome back to our podcast. It's been a while since Faith and I have been on the same podcast. I know, it's been a while. (laughs) I hope you guys have been enjoying Daisha and Nick's. I mean, they have done so well. Yeah. Um, the bonus episode and then even our podcast live that we did hope you guys did not miss that if you guys ever miss our lives they're always saved on our page or our personal pages yes. so um you guys can go enjoy those but we're excited we have a new series oh my goodness <laughs> yes a new series oh y'all this series is deep it's deep it's deep but it's so much is needed in this time that we're living mm-hmm. in Things are only getting worse. Yeah. And it's important that we understand as women and men of faith how to move in this new way that, you know, things are going today. Yeah. Um, and the name of this series is entitled This Means War. war. Okay. <laughs> we are in a battle. We are in a war. And we all know, we all hear people talk about spiritual warfare, spiritual warfare. But truly, what is spiritual warfare? Where does this come from? What is it truly about? And we talk about spiritual warfare. It's truly in the spirit. We're Mm -hmm. fighting in the spirit. So we want this series to really help you guys understand what spiritual warfare is, you know, how the God, how God has equipped us to be able to fight these things and how to do it, you know, strategically the Mm -hmm. right way. Um, to be able to make sure that you are receiving a victory at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. So we're excited to have this talk about this, you know, this series, to have this this dialogue, um, and to help you guys in this battle that you may be facing. So I'm gonna get started. And I'm gonna talk about what spiritual warfare actually is. So spiritual warfare is the Christian concept of fighting against work of evil forces. It is based on the biblical belief in evil spirits or demons that are said to intervene in human affairs in various ways. So that is the the Webster's or the dictionary version of what spiritual warfare is. Um, but spiritual warfare is talked about in Ephesians 6. And in Ephesians 6, it talks about the six armor that you need to be able to fight the spiritual warfare. And it's actually seven. And it's not just six, it's actually seven. And the seventh one is like the most important one of them all. And we're going to talk about that as well. So Faith's going to get into that in a little bit more detail. Yes. So we want to talk about, um, before we go into the six, actually seven parts of the armor, we want to talk about the origin. Yeah. So you guys might be wondering, or maybe you already know where this all started. How did sin get here in the first place? How did spiritual warfare come about? And so it just basically goes like this. It all started with angels. So angels were created in God's spiritual image. So they're spirit beings and they were organized when they were created in a certain chain of command. And so at the top of that chain was an angel named Lucifer. And so he was the angel of all angels. The Bible describes him in Ezekiel 29 as the shiny one, the one on display. And in this passage, it also talks about how he was created how god created him so distinct and so different from the other angels so he was unlike any other angel and so what happened was that he developed an ego he thought he was better than god himself and so he developed a rebellion against god and his desire was actually to have his own throne he was so impressed with himself he longed for a position that was higher than god for honor and glory that only belonged to god In Isaiah 14, 14, he said, I will make myself like the most high. And so that's 
when the Bible talks about how he organized basically a coup that went against God. And so one third of the angels that God had created, they also followed with Lucifer and rebelled against God. And so the result of this was God throwing all of these angels out of heaven. And so the Bible describes it as Lucifer, he fell from heaven like lightning, the word says. And so at that moment he fell from heaven, his name was also changed to Satan, which means adversary, the one who opposes everyone and everything associated with God. So he is the accuser. Another word that is used to describe Satan is devil. Another thing that happened when he was cast out of heaven was that he got an eternal death sentence, which is the lake of fire. And so the lake of fire, it has actually been prepared for the devil and his angels. And also now those who reject Christ for eternity. And so what is important to know about this is that his death sentence did not happen right away. Like God could have just, you know, got rid of Lucifer once he rebelled in one third of the angels, but he decided not to do that. He decided to put some time in between when Lucifer rebelled and then when he would fulfill his death sentence. And that's when us humans came into the picture. Mm. So God kicked Satan out down to earth. Earth was just completely dark because Tony Evans described wherever Satan is, there's darkness. Mm. And so it wasn't going to be a light place. It was going to be a place where Satan and his demons, they were just going to live on their own. Um, but no, God decided that he was going to do more on earth mm. while Satan was there. He decided to create light, Genesis talks about, and he created the heavens and the earth and the sky and the dry land and the trees, the moon, the stars, the sun, and then man. And so man, you know, who was the first man, Adam, and later Eve was created from his rib. And so that's when us humans came into the picture. What we have to understand is that God's ultimate plan in doing this was to demonstrate his glory. Mm. God could have just got rid of Satan. You know, mm. he could have just decided to get rid of one third of those angels and Satan, but he decided to unfold creation in us humans and just get his glory in an entire different way. Yeah. Not only giving us life did God decide to do, but he gave humans the ability to rule the earth, even though the devil and his angels lived there first. Mm. And so in doing that, God shows us that even though we don't have angel ability or strength, if us lesser creatures trust God and who he created us to be, we can actually go farther than angels, Tony Evans says. Amen. In heaven, that did not trust God. Mm. And also in Psalms 8.3, David talks about how he says, You have made them, which is humans, a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. You have made them rulers over the works of your hands. You put everything under their feet. So God literally created us to rule the earth. Amen. He created us to rule the earth. And he's so great that he decided to take less and make more. Mm. Even though the angels had greater abilities and greater capacities, he used us in a greater way um, to rule earth. But so happened next is Satan saw all of this. He saw, <laughs> Satan saw all of this. And he's like, you know what? I got to get this back. I got to get my territory, earth back. And so he decided to tempt Eve, as we know the story of when Eve got tempted and the devil told her if she ate of the fruit that she would become like God. She decided to eat of it. She gave it to Adam. And then that's when sin came into the picture. Mm. But we have to remember, y'all, thank God all hope was not lost yeah. because of Jesus Christ, mm -hmm. his death and his resurrection on the cross. 
how John 3.16 talks about how he died for our sins. He basically made a way for us to be connected with God and given a second chance and given grace. Yeah. And so God allowed Jesus to defeat Satan and all of his demons. And then we have God's grace, a way to redemption. And we have life like John 10.10 reveals. It says the thief, which is the devil, comes to steal and kill but I have come that they may have life. Amen. So God came, Jesus came so that we may have life and have it more abundantly. Amen. And so now let's come back to present day because I'm taking y'all to the history <laughs> all the way back. But now let's come to present day because that's what we're going to focus on in our series. Let's talk about now. So right now, what we have to do on a daily basis is choose this day who we will serve. Mm. So are we going to serve God in our lives? With our time, with our thoughts, with our actions, with our behavior, or are we going to serve the enemy, mm. the devil? Do we want the abundant life or do we want death? And so really quick, what I also want to talk about is how spiritual warfare is played out in our society. Yeah. So before we jump into the seven parts of the armor that we need to fight, we want to talk about how we see warfare shown in society so you know exactly what you're fighting against amen yeah and so again i want to let you guys know satan is not operating alone again he has one third of the angels that were in heaven with him and they're now called demons and they're an army of spirits and so they assist him in his program of opposing god's purpose his his people and everything associated with god getting his glory and another thing about demons is that they do not have bodies, but they are able to inhabit living bodies. Mm. And so some of the things that are going on in the world, y'all, the terrible, violent things, this is happening because demons are actually acting yeah. behind humans' behavior. They're literally in their bodies mm -hmm. and doing these actions. Yes. Like Luke 8 describes the power of demons and how destructive and perverted and unclean they are. Yeah. And so... That's one of the things that you have to be aware of, that sometimes these things that happen in society, it could, it's not, it could, it is yeah. the result of demons being, people being possessed by demons. Mm -hmm. And so other ways we see spiritual warfare played out is through number one, Satan attacks the individual in their mind. And second Corinthians 10, four, it talks about how he sets up strongholds. And basically, these strongholds damage our spiritual life. Mm. And so these are strongholds in our minds, and it includes doubt, hopelessness, worry, lack of trust in God, isolation, lust, anger, all of this to really make us double-minded. Sometimes we can get double minds if we're not being intentional about what we're taking in. Our minds is constantly being shaped, and mm. it's being shaped through the media, whether it's television, movies, magazines, social media, everything. It's constantly being shaped. And so we have to be mindful of what we let in our hearts, in our minds, in our eyes, in our ears. And so another way that Satan attacks is through family. He attacks marriages. He attacks siblings and parents. He really seeks to bring division. Mm -hmm. Another way is that Satan is attacking the church. He seeks to bring disunity, division again, and discrimination. And then another way is that Satan seeks to attack society, the nation, the world. And so a lot of the times we see he has power through various leaders who are destroying lives and nations today. And so it's more than us just electing the right person in office, y'all. We actually have to fight in the spiritual. And one verse I want to mention is Ephesians 6, 12, which says, We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, 
against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. So we're actually not fighting that neighbor that ticks us off. We're not fighting that coworker that belittles us. We're not fighting that boss that tries to make our lives miserable. We're not mm -hmm. fighting that spouse that we think is being unreasonable with his expectations or her expectations. We're not fighting that child that acts up all the time. We're actually fighting with this verse says, is powers, rulers of the darkness of this world. It's not flesh and blood. Yep. And so what we have to do is be alert. Mm -hmm. First Peter 5, 8 says we have to be alert and of a sober mind because the enemy, the devil, is prowling around like a roaring lion. Yes. Seeking and looking for someone to devour. Mm -hmm. Isn't that crazy? Listen to that verse. He's seeking. <laughs> he's, he's searching for you. Yeah. He wants to control you. Yep. And so we have to be, like the verse said, alert, clear-minded, watchful. We have to stay awake. We have to discipline ourselves. We have to be well-balanced. We have to stay on our guard. We have to keep a cool head when it comes to being in this spiritual warfare. Yeah. And so what we want to do right now is we want to get into the seven parts of the armor. But what I want to say before Daisha dives into it is that I want y'all to know that regardless of everything that I said that we are fighting, we have the victory. Amen. We are not fighting for victory, y'all. We are fighting from victory. Amen. Because Jesus gave us the victory when he died on the cross and rose again from the dead. Amen. So we have the victory already. And so now what it's just about is fighting. We can't just let up because we know we have the victory. No, yeah. we have to fight so that we see this victory played out in our lives. And so, Daisha, I want to ask, how do we fight? So, I thank God so much because he did not leave us unprepared. He literally has given us everything that we need to be able to succeed mm -hmm. and to slay these demons. And he gives us not just six, but seven ways to do it. Mm -hmm. And here are the seven ways. So, the first way is the helmet of salvation. Are you saved? That is what literally protects your mind is your salvation. It's, it's the helmet. What does the helmet do? It protects your mind. It protects your head from impact of falling. Of mm -hmm. Like that's what a helmet does. When you wear a helmet when you're on a bike or on a motorcycle or whatever you're doing, what's the point of a helmet? So you will not get a concussion. Your salvation acts as your helmet. The second is the breastplate of righteousness. Yes. What does a breastplate do? It protects your heart. The heart is the core to your body. It allows blood flow to get to the rest of your body for the rest mm -hmm. of your body to be able to function. It is the key. It was righteousness, living right, doing the right thing. The third is the belt of truth. What is truth? The word of God. That is where we get our truth. And the fourth is the sword of the spirit. And we be, we're able to fight these demons in the spirit. We have to fight them in the spiritual realm. We fight them in the spirit, praying in the spirit. Mm -hmm. Like that's how we are able to literally fight these demons. We, we cannot fight them in our flesh. Mm -hmm. We have to fight them in the spirit. So that is a major key. What does a sword do? It literally breaks down. It cuts down things. It, it, it kills. Yeah. And you can only kill these, these demons in the spirit. You have to fight them in the spirit. The fifth is the shield of faith. Mm. What does a shield do? It literally protects you from being attacked. 
It protects you from things being able to come at you and to destroy you. So your faith is what holds you together. It's, it would, it's what protects you from being able to, from, from dying, mm-hmm. from, from falling, from giving up. It is your faith. The sixth is the feet of peace. Lord God, don't we need your peace in the midst of all of this? The feet of peace. And the peace is walking, not knowing what's going to happen, not knowing how things are going to turn out. But you are literally walking, walking, just happy, like knowing that God's got you. Mm -hmm. I'm looking at this illustration. There's literally a picture and the peace is shown. It's like a cloud and he's walking on the cloud. A cloud appears to be soft. A cloud has a positive connotation behind it. It's soft. It's it's flow. It flows. It goes wherever the wind takes Amen. it, and that's how we're supposed to act in peace. We we go where God takes us, and we're not fighting against it. We're just literally resting, resting in what He's doing. So I want to read and get into more detail in Ephesians six ten through through eighteen, in the Amplified version. I was reading this and I was like, oh my God, like how, how the Amplified version really breaks it down. Mm -hmm. It's so powerful. Mm -hmm. So I want to read it. And it says here, in conclusion, be strong in the Lord, draw your strength from him and be empowered through your union with him. And in the power of his boundless might, put on the full armor of God for his precepts are like the splendid armor of, of the heavily armed soldier. So that you may be able to successfully stand up against all the schemes and the strategies and the decepts of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, contending only with physical opponents, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world forces of this present darkness, against the spiritual forces of wickedness in the heavenly supernatural places. Therefore, put on the complete armor of God so that you will be able to successfully resist and stand your ground in the evil day of danger. And having done everything that the crisis demands to stand firm in your place, fully prepared, immovable, victorious. Mm -hmm. So stand firm and hold your ground, having tightened the wide band of truth, personal integrity, moral courage around your waist. And having put on the breastplate of righteousness, an upright heart, and having strapped on your feet the gospel of peace in preparation Mm -hmm. to face the enemy with firm-footed stability and the readiness produced by the good news. Above all, lift up the protective shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one. And take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. With all prayer and petition, pray, which is the seventh one. Pray with specific requests at all times, on every occasion, and in every season, in the spirit. And with this in view, stay alert with all perseverance and petition, interceding in prayer for all God's people. That is powerful. And the root of all of that is prayer. We have to stay 
prayed up people of God. You cannot depend on your mom's prayers. You can't depend on your daddy's prayers. You can't depend on your pastor's prayers. You yourself have to get in on your knees and pray to God for yourself, for your family, for yourself. You have the power. God has given us the power and the authority. You'll be able to call things which are not as though they were. That's what he gives us the power to be able to do, the authority to be able to do. So I want to read this same passage in the message translation. Because when I tell y'all this translation alone, I was just like, oh, God, you are speaking to me. And it says this. And that about wraps it up. God is strong and he wants you strong. So take everything the master has set out for you, well-made weapons of the best materials, and put them to you so you will be able to stand up to everything the devil throws your way. This is no afternoon athletic contest that we'll walk away from and forget about in a couple of hours. This is for keeps, a life or death fight to the finish against the devil and all his angels. Be prepared. You're up against far more than you can handle on your own. Take all the help you can get. Every weapon God has issued so that when it's all over, but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. Hallelujah. Take all the help you can get. Read again. Every weapon God has issued so that when it's all over, but the shouting, you'll still be on your feet. Truth, righteousness, peace. Faith and salvation are more than words. Learn how to apply them. You'll need them throughout your life. God's word is an indispensable weapon. In the same way, prayer is essential in this ongoing warfare. Pray hard and long. Pray for your brothers and sisters. Keep your eyes open Keep each other's spirits up so that no one falls behind or drops out. Amen. Listen, y'all, this is powerful. It's powerful. And God has given us everything we need. He says, stay alert. He says, pray long and hard. Mm -hmm. We cannot afford to get distracted. We cannot afford to give up. There are things that are trying literally every single day to attack us. Like Faith was talking about, the devil, he seeks ways that he can devour you. To kill, steal, and destroy is how he works. Mm -hmm. And he will do it in anything, any way possible that he can. And just like Faith mentioned, we have to be so careful because these spirits are real. When we go see scary movies and we see these things and we're, you know, we're laughing and joking about it, these things really exist. It's not a game. It's not funny. There are stories of of people who have had to be prayed over because they had been possessed by spirits. Mm -hmm. And they literally had lost control over their bodies. Mm -hmm. This is real. And we are living amongst this. So we cannot afford to be be lax in our prayer. Mm -hmm. We cannot afford to not walk in the, the authority that God has given us. So we have to take this and walk in it. Mm-hmm. So I cannot wait, y'all, to get d- deeper and yes. dive into these different aspects in more detail because we have to get it right, y'all. We have mm-hmm. to get it right. We have to be on alert. We have to be able to identify when we are being attacked. And that comes in prayer. 
And that comes in fighting in the spirit and not in the flesh. Because you're not going to be able to see it in the flesh. You will only be able to see it in the spirit. So, I'm ready, y'all. I'm pumped. Are you ready? (laughs) We are pumped. I'm pumped. Get your, your war clothes on. Get your dukes up. Yeah. And the thing is, the thing is, it's funny because even though I say get your dukes up, you're not fighting physically. Mm-hmm. So when I say get your dukes up, I'm talking about get your armor on. Get your armor on. Get prepared. Okay. So we're excited for this topic. Mm-hmm. We're excited for this new series. Yeah. <laughs> this was just our pre Yeah. Our introduction, introduction. Our introduction of what this topic is going to entail. I'm excited. I hope y'all are excited as well because this is going to be some amazing, just yeah, amazing content and really just helping to just give better understanding of what spiritual warfare is. This Mm -hmm. is serious. It's a real thing that we're all battling and we have to be able to identify it so that we're able to successfully kill it Mm -hmm. and live live through. Because literally the Bible says, I just read it, that we're going to need this for our whole entire lives. Mm -hmm. There will never be a point in our lives where we're done dealing with this. We're going to continuously be dealing with this. So we have to continuously stay alert and stay in the word of God. Stay in the spirit. So yeah, stay in prayer, stay in prayer. And not just for ourselves, as the word says, but for others, Mm -hmm. the people around us, for our friends, for our loved ones, because you never know what your prayer could do for somebody else. There are people who are struggling and battling strongholds and demons that they're not even aware of mm-hmm. but you yourself being as as, the, as we're, being where you are in your faith you can pray for them and pray that mess off of them mm-hmm. your prayer can pray that mess off of them so we need you to, to be equipped to be able to do that so we're excited about this series i hope that you guys enjoyed this yeah. um, and are, are excited just along with us as well yeah and we'll see you next time Have a good, blessed, prosperous, productive day, evening, wherever you are listening to this, wherever you are in the world. We love you.